Hello and good morning. It is 7.24 a.m. March 6, 2022. Hope everyone slept well and had a great rest. And I hope that no matter what time you're listening, that you're having a good day and that you have a great day ahead of you. Nonetheless, let's go ahead and jump into prayer. Father God, I thank you for this new day. I thank you that you spoke to me already as far as saying that proclaiming that a good day ahead of us is biblical that is found in uh, don't know where but it says this is the day the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it we thank you that we are able to just proclaim that this day will be good and that you will cover us you will lead us lord and we trust in you in jesus name amen so we've been studying the fruit of the holy spirit and what it is that happens to be evidence of what is god and the holy spirit and we've gone through the fruit of love the fruit of joy the fruit of peace the fruit of gentleness and the fruit of what is it um, of kindness And today we are going to go over the fruit of faithfulness. This is an article from gotquestions.org and it says here, Faithfulness is steadfast, constancy, or allegiance. It is carefulness in keeping what we are entrusted with. It is conviction that the scriptures actually reflect reality. Biblical faithfulness requires belief in what the Bible says about God his existence, his works, and his character. Faithfulness is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. It is a result of the Spirit working in us. But the Spirit is also our seal of faithfulness. He is our witness to God's promise that if we accept the truth about God, he will save us. Hebrews 11 gives us a long list of faithful men and women in the Old Testament who trusted God. Abel's understanding of God made his sacrifice real and authentic. Noah trusted God's word about the coming judgment as well as God's promise to save his family. Abraham and Sarah believed against all evidence that they would have a child. Rahab trusted God to protect her family when the Israelites destroyed Jericho. And Gideon's mustard seed faith routed an entire army. In that list in Hebrews 11 is the example of Enoch, who, quote, obtained the witness that before his being taken up, he was pleasing to God. And without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he comes to God. He who comes to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of those who seek him, end quote. Faith, or faithful commitment to God, to who God says he is, is basic to walking with God. As Jesus traveled, he responded to people's faith and curtailed his involvement where there was no faith. Enoch understood that God rewards those who seek him and trust him with all their hearts. We trust what God does because we trust him, not the other way around. In other words, We trust God even when he is silent and we see no miracles. This is part of faithfulness. We know God is reliable, steadfast, and true. 
The Old Testament saints also had faith in the visible work of God. Abraham never saw his descendants become, quote, as numerous as the stars in the sky, end quote. Moses never entered the promised land, and none of the Old Testament saints lived to see their Messiah, but they were faithful. They believed God would do as he promised. They lived by faith and not by sight. Faithfulness is believing that God is who he says and he is, and continuing in that belief despite the vagaries, vagaries, vagaries of life. Functionally, that means we trust what God says in the Bible, and not necessarily what the world are or our own eyes tells us. We trust He will work out everything for good. We trust He will work His will in us. And we trust that our situation on earth is nothing compared to the, our future reward in heaven. The only way we have such faith is by the Holy Spirit's influence. He testifies the truth and impels us to seek God. The Spirit makes us faithful. So for today's random fact, there was one that was really interesting and I'll probably maybe share it tomorrow. But for today's, I did not know that Albert Einstein was, uh, what's it called, offered the presidency of Israel. So it says here, Albert Einstein turned down the presidency of Israel. Is Einstein wasn't a citizen of Israel, however, he was Jewish. The German-born physicist was offered the post but turned it down in 1952 saying quote i am deeply moved by the offer from our state of israel and at once saddened and ashamed that i cannot accept it all my life i have dealt with objective matters hence i lack both the natural aptitude and the experience to deal properly with people and to exercise official functions end quote what a humble and yet genius answer as to how he one isn't a person striving for power but he knows he can't do it that's just wisdom right there thought that was interesting and let's go ahead and close in prayer father god i thank you for the listener lord i thank you for their life i thank you for our lives that you designed and created so intricately because of your love we thank you that you love us lord we thank you that you are here with us and we praise you and we thank you in jesus name amen be well be blessed and be great friend